There is no guarantee for success, but there are ways to get closer to it when you do the right things. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as what you do. Finding the right people, the right classes, the right activities, and taking the right tests are all decisions that shape your future. Find out more today on Destination University with Dr. Cynthia Colon. Dr. Cologne and her guests will give you the tips you need, whether you're a student, parent, or educator. Now, here is your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon. Welcome to Destination University. If you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. We're running a special series right now, interviewing real teens with real dreams who've been admitted to college. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon, author of the book, Be Committed, Get Admitted, and the founder of Dream College Academy and College Essay Bootcamp. Wherever you are tuning in from, you are in for a treat. So grab your beverage of choice and a notepad because you're going to hear some golden nuggets from our star today, Mary. Uh, today, you're going to learn uh, what she didn't write, if she has any regrets at all, any advice she might have, and we, she will also reveal where she is headed for to what her dream college is. So let's get right to it. And Mary, I'm so excited to see you. It's been a hot minute. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Oh my gosh. So for those of you who are listening or watching, Mary and I met when she was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing to see you now. And you're just uh, about a week away from gra actually graduating from high school. How does it feel to be basically, you know, pretty much a college student? It's so weird to think that I like three years ago, I just started high school and now I'm about to go to college. It's insane. It's crazy. It, it, it goes by fast for sure. Well, we, I'm so excited to have you on the show because, um, you know, we're based in California. Most, not all, but many of our students and our alumni campers are from California, but tell them, you know, a little bit about yourself, maybe your family, but literally tell them where you are tuning in from, what high school you go to, and a little bit about you. So I am born and raised in Asheville, North Carolina, all the way on the other side of the country from California. Um, I go to AC Reynolds High School, which is just right in the basis of Asheville. Um, I'm very involved in the arts at my school. I've been doing band since the sixth grade. I play the French horn. Um, yeah, I'm just a very big arts kid. My family were all from North Carolina. So how many, how many in your family? There's, I have one sister and then my two parents. Okay. All right. Younger sister. Oh, I love it. The younger sister. So you were the, you were the, you were the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Well, I like to begin with uh, the good news and have everybody understand sort of the range of colleges that you've been admitted to. Don't tell them where you're going yet, but share with them, um, your list of where you've been admitted. Okay, I have a long list, which okay. is a great thing, great thing to have. I was at, uh, admitted to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, University of North Carolina at Greensboro, <laughs> um, Elon University, University of St. Andrews in Scotland. This was wow. a big outlier for me, it was far away. Yeah. Um, the University of the South, so it's also known as Sewanee, uh -huh. um, Stanford University, Radford University, North Carolina State University, High Point University, <laughs> Furman University, <laughs> a lot of universities. 
Fordham University, um, College of Charleston, Clemson University, and Appalachian State University. Wow. Um, okay, so first of all, shout out to Elon um, because it's one of those colleges that changed lives. So you applied to large, medium, small. You kind of have the range in there, if I know my colleges correctly. Yes, and you do. I, they're both private and public. Some of them are smaller, some of them are bigger, all over the place. Ooh, okay, well, I can't wait till we get. Okay, so maybe we can jump to this question and it's a little bit out of order, but that's okay. It's okay. We're going to have fun with you because you're from North Carolina. Um, so what was important to you, you know, in terms of like what Mary was looking for in a college, um, what were the top three things that were uh, really important for you? So my top three things, uh, they're sort of all equal and being like important to me. There's not one in the top three that's more important than the other. So for the size, I wasn't wanting too big, but I was willing to go out of my comfort zone a little bit for that. Okay. But really education mattered a lot to me, especially with what I'm interested in. Like I said earlier, I'm really involved in the arts. Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to be able to keep doing music in college. And I would like to have, you know, a good arts program. And I'm also really interested in the STEM field, specifically science and math. Yep. So I really wanted a strong uh a department in the science and math and wherever I went yeah um also I also tried to be like oh wherever I go I'm going to be living here for the next four years I want to be able to yes I want a good education but if I'm not going to be happy there I don't want to go so I wanted to make sure wherever I was I knew the environment would be really welcoming and I would really love living there for the next four years Oh, such good advice. I mean, <laughs> listeners, write that down. That is a golden nugget if I've ever heard one. Were you able to visit? Now, I think um, a lot of what you said, I feel like they're a decent radius from where you live. But were you able to visit uh, some or most of the colleges before you applied? I had visited... Um one college before I applied, I mainly was waiting to visit the colleges until after I applied or mainly got in Yeah, yeah. because I would have to get pulled out of school and I didn't really want to miss school for yeah. a college that I might not get into. So I waited until I got into the schools and then made a list of my top and then went and visited them. That was what I did. Okay. So you did your homework online. Basically you, you, you found, you made your list either through Dream, Dream College Academy or, you know, you, you did it in a different way without going to visit. Yeah, I did. And then also, uh, yeah, you were right. They're mainly, most of them are in North Carolina. But North Carolina is a lot of colleges. I had no idea how many there were here. But, and then the others were in like neighboring states, like either South Carolina or Virginia. But you got, you know, the whole University of St. Andrews. I'm loving that. Yeah, that was <laughs> I'm like, I'm curious. I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder if she picked that one. Um, I almost so, did. I almost did. Well, okay. How did you put, how did that get, how did that get to your list? My parents went and visited Scotland in the <laughs> beginning of the year. And well, they came home and they go, Mary, it looks like Hogwarts. You have to apply. 
<laughs> uh, and then I like I was like oh I want to go somewhere that looks like Hogwarts from Harry Potter yeah. but I did more research into it and they have a really good science uh program yeah. and so I was like oh you know maybe I'll go live in Scotland for four years <laughs> but that's what, how I applied my parents went and visited when they were in Scotland oh man I mean who wouldn't want to live in Scotland for four years I love that I know it sounds um, amazing Okay, so let's get uh, to our questions here. And that is the first one is really, you know, what did you do right? You know, looking back four years, and, you know, if you were going to talk to, I guess, your sister, kind of, right? Like someone, yeah. freshman, freshman, sophomore, what advice would you say? Like, what did you get right that you would pass on to other people? Definitely your college boot camp. That, <laughs> The essay, I believe my essay is what helped me a lot. Yeah. That helped me a ton. And I promise I'm not just saying that. Genuinely, <laughs> it helped me so much. Because all my friends, when they were like, oh, I don't know what to write for my essay. I was like taking my knowledge. I was like, oh, you got all of this, you know, personal growth, that kind of thing. I also think I did really well at being well-rounded. Because I tried to do a lot of things with my school, like extracurriculars. I did more band stuff outside of school and like communities that are around me, as well as I did competitive cheer mm -hmm. yep. for many, many years. And so uh, seeing like things I was talk about to, that. Talk about that. What does that mean to be a competitive in competitive cheer? Does that mean that you're a cheerleader at your school? Does that mean you're is that explain to everybody what that means? So competitive cheer um, or all-star cheer, um, it's sort of a mix of gymnastics and regular cheerleading. There's no chance or anything, but it's a routine full of stunts and dancing and tumbling. And it's two and a half minutes. And it's like a sort of club cheer, like how there are club sports. Yep. There's, it's like club cheer and you meet with a bunch of different people, come up with a routine, you go to competitions and you compete. And that's just sort of what that is. But with that, I learned how to manage my time with school as well. Well, I like what you said. Again, you're dropping some good bombs here. I love it. Um, <clears throat> you were well-rounded. And I remember, I remember, you know, that you had the music, the French horn, as you mentioned earlier, and this competitive cheer that you do. And then you also like, if I remember correctly, like you loved baking. You let just like, uh, you know. Yes. <laughs> I love baking. You still need to send me some, some of your baking goods. <laughs> you know, you, <clears throat> like you said, you had a well-rounded, and then of course you had an interest in STEM. So you had this music and interest in, in science and math. You were a cheerleader, you know, uh, or competitive cheerleader. So um, I really do think that you, you did it well. Now, just say, I mean, and we didn't talk, honest to goodness, we did not talk about this before. You, you no. did mention uh, essay boot camp. And what do you think the hardest part is for students um, who are getting ready to write their essays. What, what, what makes it so difficult? Is that there's so, what's really difficult for me is that there's so many things you can write about. <laughs> you go through so many things. Me personally, whenever I have to write about a certain thing, anything I've ever done just goes away. My mind goes completely blank. And so with the essay bootcamp, I was able to be guided into what I needed to write. And it was like, oh, do you have these kinds of experiences or these kinds of experiences, different things? And you're like, oh, I remember this I did and it matches up. I can write about this. It's like things you wouldn't think you could write about that you can't. 
Right. Do you want to give us a peek into like, what was your, your main topic or a couple of topics that you wrote in camp? Um, I wrote about a bunch of topics. Um, over the summer, I went on a backpacking trip in Europe and I flew across the country by myself. <laughs> it was my first time flying by myself. I did navigate like an airport, but I didn't know the language. I didn't know Spanish. I flew into Spain. <laughs> and so I wrote about that, just like having to navigate through a place mm-hmm. I'd never been before with a language I don't speak. That was one thing I wrote about. I wrote about me getting a um, really important audition for band. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote about baking. <laughs> wrote about, it's like all these things that are like, seem simple, but they really work well in an essay. And that right. really helped me a lot in writing it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, you're, you're right on. You know, we talk about the, who am I? What am I good at? What's something super cool or different about me? And then you're, I'm sure you wrote something about um, why you're interested in math or science. So, That's oh, awesome. I love that. And, the, and, you know, traversing across the country, across the pond um, by yourself as a young teenager and having to navigate that, that isn't, the story is not really about the trip. The story is about how you figured it out, right? How you became resourceful, how you became sort of, you know, a, a young adult in, in a short amount of time. That's what that essay reveals about you. So it was definitely, it was also even harder because I was meeting 12 people my age that I had never met before. I was flying across the country to meet 12 strangers that I was going to be spending a month with on the other side of the oh, world. I love it. Well, good. And I like what you said. It's like, they're simple topics, but, but you can make them really great. So, um, okay. So you shared a little bit, but you know, I was, the question is really like, what's your sizzle reel? If we were going to do like a 60 second sizzle reel on your last four years, where were you a leader or what would you say was your sort of coolness factor? What's, what would you, what do you think you, we will never know, right? What made you stand out in that applicant pool, wherever you applied, but what do you think really was something that was key for you? I know I've already said it like a million different times, but it definitely was banned for me. <laughs> I've been I've been so involved with it since middle school. And so that was all over my resume. It was all over everywhere. Like most of my accomplishments that I've had have been through band. And so it was just everywhere. And so I think through that, they can see like how involved and committed I was to it. And as well as doing that and balancing everything else that I was doing. For sure. For sure. Okay. That's good. I mean, so, so that was your main thing that you were spending the, a great amount of time per week. And I'm, I'm assuming also competitive cheer. So balancing things out, but showing different interests. So yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that you're, I think that you're right. That's probably is what, what helped you stand out. Um, so when we talk about this process, you know, it's not, it's not easy. It's not that it's hard. It's just that you've never, you know, no one's ever done it before. When you're going through it, you're going through it for the first time. Um, but if you don't mind being honest and candid about your process, are there any, is there anything that you would do differently if you had to, do, you know, start from freshman year again? Like, what would you, what, what advice would you give to, to, to yourself now? I definitely would have, um, not that I didn't take hard classes, but I would push myself to take more because I was definitely, I took, I've taken more now that I've gotten older and taken more. And I was like, oh, they're not that bad. 
but I wish I'd taken more early on. And then with the college application process, I was really scared about where I was going to get in and where I wasn't. So I sort of stuck to some schools that I was not too scared about. And I wish I had reached farther and put more out of my comfort zone and applying to harder schools instead of so many schools that I was like scared about. Yeah. Pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is what I just heard you say in a number of ways. Actually, yes. In like yeah. school classes and then just in the college application process, definitely pushing myself. You know, uh, I hear this every year from at least a couple students who, you know, the students always wish they would have done, you know, gotten involved more or taken more honors or AP classes, et cetera, because you don't think you can, at the time you think, oh gosh, that's going to be too hard. But then looking back, you're like, I, I probably could have done it. Right. You know, it would have, it would have been a good challenge. And then you're, you're probably right. Like, um, yeah, you probably could have uh, reached for some other schools and, and, you know, I mean, you have quite the luxury of choices at this <laughs> point. So, so that's a good thing, but um, I like what you're saying to push yourself out of your comfort zone. I think that's a good message for any any high school student um, and anything that they're doing to, you know, find, be, become comfortable in the uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that. Okay, good. Well, um, we, we talked already about what was important to you and location was important to you. You said, you know, you wanted to continue your music. That was important to you. And then it didn't completely matter the size, but you really, I said, I think you, I heard you say you really wanted to feel like there was a home for you. You know, there was really a home for you. Do you have sort of to maybe piggyback on that? Do you have any tips on like, you said you didn't visit a whole lot of colleges before you applied. Do you have any tips on how students should go about coming up with their list? Did you look on the website? Did you use TikTok videos? How did you decide where you would apply? I had a whole... I felt like an undercover spy researching stuff. I made sure the schools where I got into, I made sure they had what I wanted to do. So yes. like, like I said earlier, STEM and music. So they had that. And then I looked at pictures of the campus and Ooh. I was sort of like, okay. Like just like looking at it and being like, oh, like this seems cool. Like seeing the area it was in. And then I went on like Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And I looked up all these videos of like students who had go gone there and just like watched like videos. Cause especially on TikTok, people post like everyday things on there that you wouldn't think you'd know. And it was just sort of like seeing their reviews and how like student life was at the certain schools and whether or not I like vibed with it or not. I was like, okay, I'll put it on my list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, good. Well, um, you know, there's something to be said about like pictures, right? Like you can almost like picture yourself there or, you know, like, you, you know, if you like it or not, right? Or even, I mean, it sounds sort of, sounds weird and it sounds, you know, yeah. like, oh, like, oh, it's just, you know, sort of look beyond the, you know, what is the, what is the saying about, um, you, we're more than the sort of the book cover of ourselves, you know? That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I guess like looking at pictures, it seems like you're judging it by its cover, but you know, sometimes the cover is what draws you there. So yeah. you're going to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. But it sounds like you were looking and you would find things that you, schools that you like, maybe based on their, the photograph or the, you know, um, the book cover, so to speak, but then you would go to see if they had what you wanted. 
you know, and then you'd match that up. So I think that's, that's, that's really good advice. Awesome. Okay. So we're to the point where you are going to reveal, I'm going to do a little drum roll. You're going to reveal where you're going to college and then we'll backtrack and um, you'll share with us, you know, why and how you chose that. So drum roll. Okay, Mary, tell it, tell it to us. I'm going to the university of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Oh my goodness. Both Tar Heels. Go Tar Heels. Now, I mean, it has one of the best reputations in the country. It's one of the best public schools in the country. And on top of that, it also, you know, has a great, great rivalry. So tell us about some of the traditions or things that you, you know about the school that you just kind of giddy and excited about. I am so, a lot of, some people don't know, but um, Chapel Hill, University, UNC Chapel Hill has a very big ongoing long rivalry with duke university so every time they play each other i'm not sure if it's in football too but i know it's in basketball it might be every single time they beat duke um there's this famous but it's very i don't know if it's famous but it's a very well-known street called franklin street right next to that's on campus and so every time we beat duke everybody rushes to Franklin street and just like celebrates and parties. And it's like, you can look it up, look up rushing on Franklin street. Okay. It's the street with a bunch of UNC students just in the street celebrating. And it just looks so fun and everyone just runs. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't want to scare you, but I want to tell you that I know a couple they've been married many, many years and he went to UNC Chapel Hill and she went to Duke. Uh, my my roommate um her partner is going to duke also so which is really funny <laughs> oh my gosh okay so you have your roommate already i do yes That's fantastic how did you did i mean i guess i guess it's all social media now but yeah where well, i went to middle school with her so okay 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 well good well so you guys will know each other but then hopefully you'll make other friends and then you'll 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 meet up Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, did what did it come down to? What did it come down to? Like two or three schools? What were you choosing between? So I was. Um, I didn't. Chapel Hill was one of the last schools I heard from. Oh gosh. It was the last, and it was the school I didn't think I was going to get into. So I was sort of like keeping it out of my mind. I've known about it since like I was little because my mom went there. And so I've always known about it. And I was like, oh, like, it seems like such a cool school, but it's, I was, didn't think I was going to get in. So I almost went to the College of Charleston. It was between College of Charleston in Charleston, South Carolina and Chapel Hill when I got in between those two. I was actually on my tour, on a tour at South uh, Charleston when I found out I got into Chapel Hill. So I was on my tour and I, I loved College of Charleston. I was like, oh, like, I really think I'm going to go here. It's like, I think I'm going to, if I get into Chapel Hill, I might say no. I love it so much. And I got in and I was like, you know, I owe it to myself to go on a tour. Oh, wow. And I went, and I went on a tour of Chapel Hill and I was like, I'm going here. Wow. <laughs> I, was like, I love it so much. Yeah. So, well, so it's interesting. You're saying you, you didn't, I mean, you know, everybody, has a list of colleges that they apply to and there's all 
for almost everybody, I don't know if you were denied anywhere, but most of the students that we work with are denied somewhere. And I always say, that's a good thing. It means that you, you know, you, you shot up, you shot high and, and you can't get in it. Even my kids who get into to Ivy League schools, they don't get into everywhere. So did you have some wait lists and, and denials as well? Thank, I was very worried I was going to get denied a lot because I, for, which was really, this was a nice period of time, but I got accepted for the longest time. I got accepted everywhere I had applied wow. and of, I think I applied to like 17 schools. Ooh. I got waitlisted at two and denied at one. Okay. I got denied at William and Mary in Virginia. Yeah. And then I got waitlisted at Davidson College in Davidson, North Carolina, and then yeah. Wake Forest University at Wake Forest. Which is oh my gosh, thank you for sharing that. I, I didn't mean to, to ask you to share that, but thank you no, for sharing. I, I'm fine sharing that. Yeah, no, I love, I love, okay, I just love this conversation. Um, I've, I've interviewed several students already, and um, I feel like this is one of the most honest ones. And I, I think that's helpful to, for people to understand that, you know, you're not going to get in everywhere, and that is completely normal. And um, I, I, kind of heard you and I don't want to put words in your mouth because this is going to sound funny but I, it sounds like you also felt confident and the essays that you submitted and the application that you submitted to know that you were going to be um, perhaps as we say with our campers I mean I think our campers they the whole goal of essay camp is to help maximize your choices like for those schools that you were maybe not so sure you were going to get into hopefully some of them you were able to and it sounds like UNC Chapel Hill was one of those. It definitely was. It definitely helped. Um, but even like as I was applying, I knew at some point I like I wasn't going to get good news. Mm -hmm. That's just a part of the process from obviously what I've heard from many people. So I was just like waiting. I was like, it's OK if I get rejected from somewhere. It's OK. I will end up somewhere. And that is OK. I'll end up where I need to be. Oh my God. Okay. You guys, seriously, write all of this down. Mary is just killing it. She's killing it. Oh, wow. Those are all really good things. So, um, all right. I'm going to say the little, uh, the little wrap up here, just stick around. We're going to just wave goodbye when I'm, I'm done, but oh my goodness, I, Mary killed it. Just killed it. <laughs> oh. So if you are watching and listening, um, thanks to Mary for being so honest and so candid. It doesn't, you know, it, it's, this is not for the faint of heart. I say this all the time. This process is not for the faint of heart, but it takes courage and bravery for students like Mary to, to go through this process and also courage, courage and bravery for her to share the reality that it's not always going to, you know, students are not going to get in everywhere and that's perfectly fine. And that's perfectly normal. Uh, and it's part of the process. So Bravo to, to Mary. Mm, kudos to you. Oh, God. So if you are watching and listening and you want to learn more about the college application process or what we do with Dream College Academy or College SA Bootcamp, please head on over to my website to download your free gift. Um, you can go to Dr. Cynthia Colon, that's C-O-L-O-N is the last name, or you can also just type in destinationuniversity.com, the name of this podcast that will take you to the same place. So if this if Mary has in any way fueled your confidence or helped to build your dreams, please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. And how could it not? She was amazing. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit subscribe. You can comment or uh, ask us a question and we will definitely get back to you. For parents, you can join us on Facebook uh, at Destination University as well.
So that's all we have for you today. If you are a dreamer and a doer, welcome to the Destination University family where, where college dreams really do come true. And Mary is an example of that. So join us every week, same time, same place. Until then, wherever you are, may you have a happy and sunny day. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening this week to Destination University. Be sure to join Dr. Cynthia Colon again and get one step closer to your success. 